0: Yeah, this is Troy. Who's this? Reed Hastings, CEO of Netflix. How'd you get this number? What are you talking about? It's it's totally normal for someone to say a person's name and full title while talking to them on the phone. Okay. You like the network? I'm a fan of yours as well. You want me to do what now? You... You want me to finish season two of GLOW. Why? Uh Uh-huh. Okay. So you're telling me if I finish season two, you'll renew the show for a third season? I, I'm i looking online right now, it's already been renewed. Oh, okay, okay, you won't cancel the third season. That doesn't really offer me anything in return other than more work to do when the next season comes out. Really? You'll offer me anything that I want? Hmm. Let's see, the show has Alison Brie and Betty Gilpin. Hmm. Got it. Next season, there needs to be a scene in Glow where we get to see Awesome Kong's titties. You promise me some beautiful, heavy chocolate titties and I will finish this season. We have a good, we've got a deal? Good, because I need to see them titties. Your boy all glowed up. Every time we touch down, better go up. Remember doing shows, ain't nobody show up. Pull your heart out, ain't nobody show love. They used to laugh when my whip was on a tow truck. Till me and being broke finally broke up. Watch out for me, I'm about to Time to shake the dice, time to change the lie. I, I. No more 9 to 5, autopilot dry. I, I. Used to work the fries, now we super size. We go suit and tie, we go touch the sky. I, I. We so certified, we so certified. I, I. Fuck you, hate it still, that's an FYI. I, I. they gonna bang this here all summertime. I, I. Watch out for me, I'm about to glow. Yeah. Turn me way up, my voice is. Really yeah. Yeah. It's season two, episode five of Glowstick, and we start things off with Sheila heading outside to see a bunch of people waiting outside the set. Uh, they're holding up signs, asking if Liberty Bell's coming out. Uh, apparently, they have a fan base. A kid, not a kid, uh, I would say a teenager, a teenager dressed as Sheila, hops out and chases her down, asking if he can hug her. Or at least smell her neck. It's a fair request. She drives off as Ruth heads outside. The crowd boos, and she is loving it. Bash, Debbie, and Sam are waiting outside of the network office. Um, Glenn comes out and says that Patio Town is withdrawing their sponsorship because of a, the lawn chair getting broken last week, as well as the PSA, because apparently the guy who owns Patio Town. Wasn't that keen on it because apparently his mother was 15 when he was born, I guess? I don't know. Also, apparently ratings are not great. But Glenn says that network president, Tom, is invested in the show um, and then he wants to meet with them. So, Sam correctly says that they have to now sell the show that they're already currently making to the network again. We cut over and the girls are reading fan mail by the pool. Uh, Britannica reads a um, letter from a fan and he sent a Polaroid of his dick. You know, I remember when you used to have to take a Polaroid of your junk or you know, take one of those disposable Kodak cameras and take a bunch of different pictures from different angles just to make sure you got the right angle and then drop it off so the 15 year old boy at Walgreens has to develop it and see your cock just, just so you had an opportunity to pick through 42 different pictures of your dick to send to the, to the celebrity of your choice. God, I miss those times. <sighs> oh, anyways, Melrose goes all Virgil and everyone saying that they should have a meet and greet and do autographs for money. This is something that still happens to this day. Also, Melrose has a bathing suit that makes it clear she does a little shaving. I thought this was supposed to be the 80s. I didn't think that anybody had a bare muff. Apparently Bash is living in Carmen's room. um, And apparently Florian, his butler, is upset because his paycheck bounced. So Carmen Carmen and Bash decide to go and find Florian. One of the nice things about Glow is that you can instantly tell who's going to be the focal point of each episode because they do little things like this. So you're like, okay, this is going to be like a Bash and Carmen show. And we know it's going to be Sheila too because she kind of started off the episode and it's going to be Ruth and Debbie because it's always Ruth and Debbie. Sam is trying to prepare Debbie and Bash for the meeting and they are trying to come up with the rest of the booking for the kidnapping storyline. If booking if, if booking in the WWE is as... Like hard as these guys make it seem I I take back a lot of what I've said in the past Um, Debbie proceeds to ramble off a gigantic fucking story um, that is straight from the soap operas, the actual kind not the wrestling kind Um, I enjoy the fact that Sam then tells her it's a terrible idea and of course she tries to play the feminist card and he says well you're you're the it's the longest I've let a woman talk who I'm not trying to sleep with so thank you Um, Bash proposes an in-ring wedding and Sam asks who the women would actually get married to because they're all women. And I thought this was going to lead to something, but it didn't. So, I was hoping maybe we'd have a... I know it's the 80s, so, you know, the idea of gay marriage doesn't come up for quite a while. At least not in the mainstream sense of things, but it would have been nice to see maybe them try to go that route, but whatever. So, Sheila doesn't want to sell her photo to a bunch of people. Now, obviously, we know Sheila, she's been kind of hiding under this she-wolf persona, doesn't want to be her real self, so she shows that she has been getting a ton of fan mail, and they all contain very personal questions, which, of course, makes her uncomfortable. She doesn't want to talk about the real her. And her questions like, is Sheila your real name? You know, what did you do before Glow?" and things like that. So, I get it, but... You know, Ruth kind of lets her know that like this is is part of the gig and, you know, that she doesn't have to tell people her real stuff, too. Um, Ruth gets a phone call from Tom Grant's secretary, and Tom wants to meet her um, later to discuss her future on the show. Carmen and Bash arrive at Shenanigans, which isn't serving mozzarella stick. They're serving up some hearty dick. It's a gay bar. Bash goes to find Eric the bartender. And Eric knows Bash, and then Eric offers to give Bash a drink for free. Yeah, but Bash turns him down. So, still not 100% sure if Bash is gay or not. Kind of seems that way, that they're kind of leaning towards him being a closeted gay guy um, with his kind of thing for Florian here. Florian apparently hasn't been there for weeks. Um, So Bash decides he's going to leave and wants Carmen to come with him. But she says there's going to be a pink flamingo dress up later. So Bash Bash ditches her there. Mr. Grant always takes meetings in his room. I'm sure there's nothing on all skeevy about that. Ruth heads to his room. But she's happy to see that Glenn is there. Um, She should only be happy as long as it's not that Glenn likes to watch. Cherry doesn't seem that into sex, uh, because she's not sure what she's doing on the show anymore. Um, you know, this is sadly, this is the only thing I really get from Cherry because she's got this kind of bubbling storyline, obviously with her getting replaced, her getting kicked off of her other show and having to kind of crawl back here. Um, instead we just kind of have a throwaway that, you know, Keith isn't hard either because she's not happy. and then, I mean, thankfully, this entire scene she does it with her pants off. But Keith picks up the phone and calls for some black magic, and Sherry does a voodoo dance, and presumably they dick down. So that was a little bit of a waste. Um, felt like we were heading towards something here, but instead, no, it's just two African American people doing an African dance and then having sex. So. Glenn, Tom, and Ruth are talking about Ruth's past, and Glenn runs away to grab some menus, aka allow enough time for Tom to get a blowy. Tom asks for her to put him in a headlock. Nothing weird about that at all. She puts him in a headlock, and he motorboats her. He then reverses the headlock and starts to kiss her neck. I, for one, would love to see the next time that Baron Corbin puts Kurt Angle in a headlock. Kurt Angle motorboats him, uh, then starts kissing his neck. That would just be the best thing ever that happened in WrestleMania. Tom goes to check on the Jacuzzi Jets and admits that Glenn is not coming back. So Ruth bails. Bash has dinner with his family's butler. I didn't catch his name, I'm sorry. I don't fucking care to look it up either, I'm sorry. Apparently, Florian did come by and said that he was taking some time off and needed some money for his travels, and Bash's mother paid him, and I guess Florian's gone. So, uh, the family butler does offer to help Bash out a little bit, um, at least with some of his, um, bookkeeping, stuff like that. Um, Bash asks that the butler talks to his mother in order to see if she will sponsor the show. Bash arrives back at his place, and he has a weird, like, hidden board hidden like panel in his room uh and behind it there's a bunch of pictures of wrestlers cut out uh he then kind of like rolls up his sleeves and checks his muscles out in the mirror uh looks under his bed and gets a picture of him uh, florian and a wrestler that's signed by the wrestler and gets all kind of teary-eyed so again not sure if it's his gay lover or not or what uh it's not gay to check yourself out in the mirror Uh, surrounded by a bunch of pictures of of guys. That's not at all. I mean, who hasn't done that? Uh, I mean, just looking around me, I've got a bunch of, you know, wrestlers stuff around me. So, yeah. Anyways, I'm not projecting. Sam and Debbie are getting ready for the meeting. Bash arrives to tell them that his mother is maybe possibly, presumably not completely against sponsoring the show but he hasn't actually talked to her yet and nobody has but um, before they can leave they get a phone call and it's clear that they're not going to the meeting anymore Ruth then arrives at the gym and the meeting was a phone call saying that the show is being moved to 2am so that means that yeah they're trying to get rid of Glo. Ruth admits that Tom tried to fuck her and this is where we get the full on Debbie heel turn. She calls Ruth stupid for leaving. Now, she doesn't quite say that Ruth should have fucked Tom. She instead says that she should have played hard to get and, and made it seem like Tom Goodlore if, if only it wasn't for the fact that she had a fiancé or a period or teeth on her vagina. Ugh. It's... It's gross. Um. I don't know... Why this is the direction I decided to go with Debbie, but this is like Debbie started off as a very sympathetic character. she got fucked over by a lot of things in her life. Her friend fucked her husband, her husband kind of fucked her over her you know she gave up her job to be a mother, and that didn't work out very well for her. So the fact that in season two episode five, we decided to have her completely go fucking one eighty from her original character development and instead turn around and be like, no, you should have totally been all fucking ditzy chick and pretend to fuck that guy or like that. Or maybe really fucked him. Ruth does call her on the bullshit a little bit, but Debbie comes back with, the one time you keep your legs shut, we all get fucked. So, great. Great. At this point, it's hard. It's gonna be difficult if they try to redeem Debbie at this point. Because... That is some straight-up garbage shit. I mean, say what you will about their current situation, but these two were friends for a long time before this. And it's kind of fucking amazing that she is so venomous towards, towards Ruth here. Now uh, The episode proper ends uh, with the meet and greet, and Sheila sits down with a stack of pictures to sign ones for the earlier pervert. So that's how we kinda run out the episode. We got a little bit of movement on Sheila's front, but she really was like the C plot on this one. Obviously the um, you know, the bash thing running around you know, didn't do much with Carmen, just ditched her the first chance they had. And, you know, the the network stuff and everything of like that, you know, I, I guess we definitely needed some new conflict this season because we really haven't had anything, you know, like the first season was all about, let's get the show out. Well, now the show's going, so what do you do from there? Well, you make it so that maybe the show gets can is going to get cancelled, so um, now we have to see how they can come back from this because this is kind of a bad spot to try to come back from, so... Um, but we'll see. Um, obviously, I am working towards getting this um, this season wrapped up. I don't know what's going to happen with season three. Um, it was difficult enough for me to you know to be able to get through some of these episodes. So that's not saying I don't enjoy the show. I do. It's just there's so much stuff that I do for the network. But I'm trying, and I I will at least finish this season. We'll see what happens next season. But uh, join me again whenever the next episode comes out hopefully next week for another episode of Glue stick and make sure to head over to rundownwrestling.com to vote on whatever tournament we have going on right now uh probably hot women and uh yeah we will uh see you then Bye bye